Welcome to Beyond Church Walls. My name is Prince Ziwa. I am your host. We thank you for blessing this amazing platform with your presence. If you are here as a first-time listener, we welcome you. If you are here as a returning listener, may God keep you and bless you. We've got an amazing episode lined up for you coming right away. Thank you and enjoy. once again for being a part of this amazing podcast um i hope and i pray that the lord is still with you the lord has still kept you that you're still blessed by the goodness and mercies of the god uh thank you very much for joining us on beyond church walls once again and thank you very much for joining today's episode uh today we're going to be talking about um uh the power of decision we're going to be talking about the power of decision so before we even start to talk and say a lot of things i would like us to uh just go before the lord in prayer and just seek his face seek his wisdom and also pray you know for 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 our decisions and hopefully if we have enough time i pray we will so that we can uh, also close this episode in prayer and just dedicate everything and ask and seek for the strength from god so let's just pray father we thank you father we honor you father we bless you we glorify you and we exalt you for you are lord and you are god for you are good and loving for you are caring and you are awesome nothing is impossible with you O lord because father your word says father you will do exceedingly and more abundantly far above whatever we can ask or think but according to the power that is at work within us father we pray that your power which is at work within us or your power which resides within us that power is the holy spirit on whom the bible says oh god the power that resurrected christ from the dead father rise and lives in us father we pray and we ask you by the power and authority of the mighty name of jesus christ we pray and ask you god by the power and authority of your holy spirit that lord you will do great things father through this teaching we pray and we ask for your wisdom we pray and we ask for your counsel according to what the book of isaiah 11 says god when isaiah is writing and speaks about the seven spirits of god that we're going to be dwelling on christ he also makes mention of god of the spirit of wisdom the spirit of mind the spirit of the fear of the lord father we pray and we ask you oh god that let the spirit of god be with us oh god even in the, on today's episode i pray for my brother and my sister for those for who are going to be listening to this episode that they may be edified that they may learn from you that they may hear oh god what is it that you have to say about the power of decision lord we thank you and we bless you and amen uh, like I've welcomed you already welcome to beyond church walls and thank you very much I think you deserve a round of applause for yourself amen 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 thank you very much for joining us today today we're gonna be talking about um, the power of decision the power of decision we're gonna be going to one of the I think one of our most uh, used books in the Bible 
especially in seasons like these you know when uh, we are still in that season um it's still uh january 2022 uh, 2022 so uh in most cases i think you know when it's january or when the year begins uh books like the book of daniel uh such books they are actually read a lot you know by most people because uh most people are engaging in what we call fasting they're just seeking god they are praying they are seeking spiritual discipline and all those kind of things so books like uh the book of daniel are one of those books uh that are mostly or highly visited in, in in this season that we are in so yeah you know uh, there's a couple of things i've learned about the book of daniel uh and this book for me uh to be quite honest with you is a book that is uh full of so much uh decision you know there, there were so many decisions that were made in this book and uh, i strongly believe that the book of daniel daniel became what he became he went where he went he gained what he gained he even got in the trouble that he got into because of the decisions because of the power of decision but uh i, I wouldn't want to talk a lot about that because we're just gonna be um looking at it and see what god is going to say what god is going to teach us today so um let's just go to into the book of daniel the chapter is one i'm just going to be reading a couple of verses here but uh actually my meat is found in verse eight and um i just hope that you know what this won't be long so that it can be interesting and you can take something important out of this and be able to apply it on your life and be able to use it upon your life we're going to be looking at the book of daniel but also we're going to be looking at other books that uh, are going to be uh, i think useful and helpful in supporting today's teaching uh, or today's episode about the power of decision the power of decision so if we are reading uh, Daniel chapter 1 here, we, we find the book of Daniel. If you found it, it reads as follows. I'm going to be reading uh, with a king using a King James Version. It says here, In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, into unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with part of the vessels of the house of God with which he carried into the land of Shina to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. Verse 3. And the king spake unto us Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes children in whom was no blemish uh, but well favored and skillful and in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such um, yeah it says and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's place and whom they might teach the learning of the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king, verse 5, and the king appointed them daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years, that at the end of uh, thereof they might stand before the king. Now among these were of the king, were of the children of Judah. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So here, um, 
verse 7, let me just continue to read. Verse 7, unto whom the prince of the eunuch gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name Belteshazzar, and unto Hananiah Shadrach, and unto Mishael Mishak, and to unto Azariah Abednego. Now, uh, here we are reading uh, as the book of uh, Daniel opens up. Uh, like I told you, I would not really dwell on this a lot because this is where not uh, this is not where my meat is at. We are reading about uh, uh, the, the book of Daniel opens up by telling us that uh, there was a time where God decided to loosen His grip and allow King Jehoiakim to be captured or, or by another king, uh, which was. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, which was the king of Babylon. And when he came, he took the king, he took some of the stuff that belonged in the temple or in the house of God. He also took the king's children and took some of the Hebrew boys or some of the children of Israelites or, 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 or Judah, if you can say. Then he took them, I believe that he took them uh, into his land. The Bible says he took them into the land of Shinar. And he took some of the things that he had captured from Israel into the house of his God. And then uh, it goes on now to say in verse 3 that this king here, he had a eunuch or he had someone who was working for him whose name was Ashpenaz. And then the Bible says he was the master of eunuchs. So number one, we understand that, you know, uh, when Nebuchadnezzar went or besieged or went to attack or terrorize Israel, he did not just take anything, you know, he took the best. You know, uh, uh, so we, we learn here and we understand that when the enemy comes to attack, he attacks you because he sees that there is something in you. When the enemy comes and takes some people and want to make them things like devil worshippers, want to make them his slaves, want to make them his his, 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 oppress, uh, his oppressees, if that's a word, you know, when he wants to oppress people. He does not take anyone with no vision, with no purpose or with no, with no future. He takes the people that he knows that they also have the capacity or the ability to hurt him. So it's either he will kill them, he will destroy them, he will torment those people or he will convert them and cause them to work for him. That's what the enemy does. This is the very same start strategy that we are seeing King Nebuchadnezzar using here. Because the Bible says out of the people that he took, there were also four Hebrew boys or four boys from Judah, which was Daniel, was Meshach, was Shadrach and was Abednego. And he gave them names, things like Belteshazzar, which was Daniel. And then he gave Hananiah to Shadrach. And he gave Mishael to Meshach. And he also gave Azariah to uh, Abednego. Or if I'm not twisting them, the other way around. So like we see here, the Bible says these people, not only did they get taken and they were trained as eunuchs uh, so that they can serve before king. Because the Bible says they were trained. And when they were trained, they were also given specific foods. The Bible says they needed to have special skills. Like I told you that the enemy does not attack anyone but when the enemy attacks you that is already a sign that God has a purpose for you you might have not seen it you might not be understanding it yet but God knows it and sees it as a matter of fact the enemy also knows it and sees the gift upon your life that is why he will come to attack you in order to actually divert your purpose or divert you from serving God into serving him that is why now we are learning that number one there is something which is very much important about this scripture that is being mentioned these boys that were taken to be trained four of them were part of the boys from judah i do not know about the others but that's what that's what the bible says i believe that even the others were from judah but now the bible when it speaks about these these boys being trained now there was something which is very much important here that we find 
The Bible speaks about what we call indoctrination, initiation. <laughs> but now when it speaks about this kind of indoctrination and initiation, the Bible does not use the words initiation or indoctrination, but it uses the word training and it also speaks about the diet. So which means what we eat has the power to influence us in order to bow to systems. Because here we are learning that what the king did, the Bible says this king, he took foreigners, he took the foreigners, the boys from Judah, and then he gave them the kind of food that he was eating. He gave them the kind of drink that he was drinking. So number one, we understand then that one of the ways that an enemy can indoctrinate or an enemy can initiate you, it is by feeding you, my God, what he eats. It is by making you to drink what he drinks. Because if he can feed you what he eats, if he can cause you to drink what he drinks, then what happens is that now initially you are more like a part of him because you can think like him, you can behave like him, then it is easy for him to be able to have access to you. So now here we see that he wanted to pen penetrate their minds and their spirit or even their souls by actually uh, 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 defiling them by, by, by giving them things to eat of which they knew not or they, they did not know about. But now there is something which is wonderful here because now after we have learned that the king now gave them specific foods to eat and then afterwards he says they will appear before the king so which means he will evaluate them he will check them and test them and see who is worthy to stand before him and to serve before him because now when the bible says the, the king was going to see who is worthy uh, to stand before them that simply means who was going to be able to be a servant of the king but remember now they have been indoctrinated they have been initiated but I'm not, I'm not going to really dwell a lot there because my mate is on verse 8. But now, after everything has been said, after they have been captured, after they have been kidnapped or after they have been taken, and remember that God from verse 1 allowed this to happen. So what we are also learning when the, from verse 1 is that God cannot allow anything to happen unless he has a plan. Remember Romans 8.28, if I'm not misquoting scripture, the Bible says all things work together for good. For those who are who love God, who are called according to his purposes. So sometimes the presence of trials and tribulations, even when you have not done anything wrong, could be a sign that there is a specific or there is a certain calling upon your life. The man that I love the most in the ministry usually says these words. He says, greater men and women of God are only born for the time where they are needed the most. He says, if you are still alive, that means God is not done with you. So which means, it means that all of us have a purpose. Right now you could be going through poverty, but God has a purpose. You could be going through sicknesses and diseases. For the, for the fact that you are still alive, that means that God still has a purpose for you. But like I said, I do not want to dwell a lot on that because maybe I've got like 15 minutes. Now, when we come to verse 8, the heading here says they are refusing the king's portion to prosper with pearls and water. That's what the translation that I have. I'm reading from a King James. And now we find in verse 8 that the Bible says, But Daniel, because you must understand, my God, my God, my God, that for each and every generation, in order for them to break out of something, for each and every generation, in order for them to survive from being done certain things, from being initiated or from joining certain things, there needs to be this one 
person who's going to stand up and be able to have a voice i pray today that my god give you a voice a voice for you to withstand whatever trial and tribulation whatever arrow whatever voodoo's whatever spells whatever curses whatever enchantment that were made concerning your life your family your bloodline and the generations to come upon or after you because here we are reading verse 8 opens up by saying by saying but Daniel, because now we have to understand that after everything has happened, after they have been captured, after they have been made deals for, there is a bad Daniel, but prince, but whoever it is, you can insert your name, that but, you know when it opens by saying but whosoever or but Daniel, it means this is where things begin to turn around, of course the king has taken them, of course the king has made overs, but there is a but. God is looking also in this season for people who are going to stand and be say, and be willing to say, I am going to be the bat. Yes, my family has been cursed bat. My family has been suffering bat. My family has been living in poverty bat. My family has been bowing to idols bat. My family has been unemployed bat. My family has been cursed and they've been uh, suffering from voodoo and spells my family has been failing to buy cars, to buy houses, to finish degrees, to start businesses. But there needs to come someone who is going to be willing to allow God to, to, to use them to be that but. Daniel says, the Bible says in verse 8, Daniel 1, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank so now there comes now my subject the power of decision so daniel had to make a decision and the decision that daniel had to make maka it came with consequences it came with tests it came with trials and tribulations but daniel Post in himself that he will not defile himself. This is very much amazing that we understand that the food that the king was giving them, if we are just looking at it carnally, it looks like it was food which was delicate, top of the range, delicious, and whatever, maybe a grade. But Daniel, because he was a man of prayer, he was a man who grew up knowing the laws of his God, he was able to see what this looks like a good deal, but it is going to defile us and make us to be distant from our God. What I'm trying to say is that in order for you to become the generation of a bat, a generation that breaks curses, a generation that breaks voodoos, a generation that reverses spells, you need to also make a decision because there is power in the decision. It begins by you saying no, saying no to what everyone else did not want to say no to. It begins with you saying no, I cannot do that. I cannot eat that. I cannot drink that. I cannot talk like that. I cannot maybe sit like that. I cannot go there. I cannot walk with that person because there is something that I need to stop in my bloodline. There is something I need to start in my bloodline. There is something I need to present in my family that has never been presented before. That is why, because you are a bad generation, bad dungeon. So which means there are decisions that you have to make that no one was willing to make before. It's very much amazing that when we read in verse 8, it speaks about 
Daniel making a decision that he will not define himself. But now I love how the decision that Daniel took because here it says himself. But this decision not only did it affect Daniel, but it also affected his friends. So which means they were companions. They were also partners which were willing to partner with him. Sometimes God is waiting for you to take that decision that will make you to feel like you are alone and God is going to provide you with people that are going to be able to stand with you and to remind you that you are not alone. No, you are not crazy. No, you are not stupid. No, you are not dumb. Because let me tell you something. Maybe the decision that you are able or that you are afraid of taking is just for you. God is waiting for you to take this, this, that decision. And when you take that decision, God is going to send people from out there which are going to become of good help unto you, which are going to stand with you, which are going to support you. You will not have to worry. You will not have to be afraid of being cast out. David says in the book of Psalm 27 verse 10, if I'm not mistaken, even when my mother and my father cast me out, I am not afraid because I know that the Lord is going to take me in. The Bible says Daniel made a decision, the power of decision. He made a decision, he purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. So we understand here that everything that actually happened in the book of Daniel, it started with Daniel making a decision in chapter 1. We are reading about Daniel surviving the den of lions in chapter 6. We are reading about Daniel fighting with dragons or whatever, seeing visions, seeing scrolls. But most of us ignore the fact that the chapter of the life of Daniel began with him making a decision, the power of decision. Because through making decisions and sticking with those decisions, we are able to rise in the kingdom of heaven. God also lifts us up higher in the kingdom of heaven by the decisions that we are able to take. If you are going to take a decision today and say you are going to stand with God, you are going to serve God, you are going to pursue God, you are going to be faithful to God, you are going to devote yourself in prayer and in reading the word and you are going to spend time seeking and pursuing God, then God has the power to send your people which are your Meshachs, Shadrachs and Abednegos in order to stand with you and to tell you and to remind you that the decision that you took, it is not just any decision but it is a divine decision that will change the entire life and change the entire history of your generation. Daniel decided himself that he will not defile himself. I don't know how many people today are defiling themselves by going places that are contradicting what they received and accepted. You want to prosper but you eat anything. This year begins by teaching us that before Daniel could become the Daniel that we know, he had to begin by number one cultivating spiritual discipline. Masha the Bible says he, he, he destined himself, he decided himself, he purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself. It is because of this decision that Daniel became the Daniel that we know. So many of us want to rise, want to be powerful, but we are not taking decisions. There are things that we have to sacrifice. Imagine when he was watching them drink wine, eat the meat. He understood where he was going. That is why when you understand where you want to go with God, when you understand what you want God to do for you, when you understand where God has to take your life to, then you will make a decision that is going to propel you into the right direction. You cannot say you want God to use you, you want God to make you a different breed, but you are still eating 
what everyone else has been eating you are still drinking what everyone else has been drinking you are still consuming everything that everyone has been consuming you have to make a decision to be different number one we speak about holiness when it says Daniel did not want to defile himself with the king's food and drinks that means he wanted to be holy what is to be holy it is to be like God it is to be different it is to be set aside it is to be set aside is to be appear without uh, looking like everyone else he will not defile himself so many of us are busy eating but we want to be used are busy eating but we want to change the world how can you change the system that you are benefiting from my god i don't know whether you understand this the reason the, the or the fact or one of the simplest meaning what the bible means when it says daniel did not want to eat the king's food in order to defile himself oh it simply means he, he refused to be a part of a system like i told you this was the indoctrination this was initiation so daniel simply he refused to be initiated he refused to take part in whatever it is that the king was providing because he wanted to be different you cannot defeat a system that you are feeding from how can you find something that fight something that you are part of the bible clearly states that christians are not part of this world so which means our supply or our food or where we get the strength to overcome the world does not come from this world but it comes from jesus first john chapter 5 who overcomes the world it is he that believeth that jesus christ or that believes in the son of god psalm chapter 1 it says a blessed is a man who does not dwell or sit in the council of mockers or scoffers but who delights in the law of god the bible goes on to say he shall be like a tree planted by the riverside the bible goes on to say you will bear fruits in season and out of season which means when the season of dryness the season of drought comes it will not harm you it will not affect you why because you have made a decision i am reminded by a man whose name is joshua when you read in joshua chapter 24 after he have worked with Israel after he has saved Israel after he has delivered Israel after he has made Israel to take the promised land yet when he gets to 24 he says you guys must decide but you must know something my family and I we are going to save the Lord this was a man who was who was going to change the world Daniel decided he took a decision the power of decision he took a decision the power of this he took a decision so many of us are stuck in life we are not going anywhere so many of us are not seeing the goodness and the fruitfulness of working with god why because we are just working we are just accompanying those who have taken decision that is why christians are not prospering in the same way it is not god's will for other christians to prosper and for others to remain poor why do others remain poor it is because they have not taken decisions they walk like us they talk like us they speak like us they sing like us but they have not taken the decision that is why because they have not taken the decision they cannot be a part of what we are a part of that is why also today as i'm speaking to you i have taken the decision that i will serve the lord i will be faithful to the lord i will seek and pursue the lord in his presence i will seek to dwell in his secret place i am talking about the power of decision i am talking about the power
power of decision what decisions haven't you made in your life that are causing you to be stuck where you are what decisions have you haven't you made in your life that are causing you to still remain on the very same situation i'm talking to somebody here if you read your bible your bible speaks about men that took a decision some of these men they took a decision to say unto themselves they were going to pursue jesus they were going to serve jesus jesus even said to them not not one of you who has left cars houses mother father will not gain even a hundredfold of those things in this age and in the age to come you see the bible speaks about also people who took a decision look at the woman with the issue of the blood the bible says this woman she made a decision and said to herself if only i can touch the hem of his garment then i shall be made well so it took a decision from the woman to say i've been spending a lot of my money i've been suffering from the hands and in the hands of physicians but i was not made well but today i am taking a decision that i'm going to touch the garment i'm going to touch the hem of his garment then i know that i'm going to be made well that is why when jesus christ turns and speaks to the woman he says daughter your faith has made you well what that simply means is that the decision that you took has made you well so which means god is waiting for you to take the decision god is waiting for you to decide what is it that you want where you want to see yourself where you want to go what kind of a life you want to live all those things are available for you god is just waiting for you to take and to make that decision i am talking about the power of decision i'm talking about the power of you waking up and deciding that you will not struggle no more you waking up and deciding that you will not hunger no more you waking up and deciding that you will not live in poverty no more you waking up and deciding that you will not be bound by chains of sin chains of fornication chains of adultery chains of idol worship chains of debt you have to wake up and decide that you are coming out once you make that decision then surely you will come out because the hand of god is waiting for you god is waiting for you to say yes you are willing look at me the bible says there was a man in the bible if i'm not mistaken his name was bathamayu the bible says he was blind but the bible says this man one day when he heard about jesus being close to him the bible says this man shouted and says son of david have mercy on me the bible says the people tried to silence this man but this man could not keep quiet because he had taken a decision that he was going to leave this place or the place where he was in seeing that is why the bible says when he heard about jesus he threw his cape the cape that the blind people would put on in order for them to be recognized listen to me you can also make a decision to throw away your cape and to shout unto jesus and say son of david have mercy on me son of david deliver me son of david rescue me son of david revive me son of david pay off my debt son of david cancel my sins and my iniquities son of david deliver me from curses deliver me from voodoo's deliver me from spells deliver me from sin son of david today i am making a decision to follow you 
If you read your Bible in the book of Luke, the chapter is 10, verse 38. The Bible says there was a woman by the name of Martha and Mary. There were women by the names Martha and Mary. The Bible says Mary had taken a decision to sit on the Lord's feet. Irrespective of how much Martha was busy, Mary was not bothered because Mary had taken a decision. And I love the Lord. When the Lord makes reference of Mary, the Lord says Mary has taken a decision that is best for her and no one can take it away from her. She was sitting at the Lord's feet, listening at the Lord teach. So I want to talk to you. It's about time you make a decision to find yourself a place at the feet of Jesus. Once you find yourself a place, hold on to that place. Do not agree to be moved from that place. It's all about taking a decision. And the Bible goes on to say, yeah. Verse 9. Now God had brought Daniel into favor. Look at this. When you take decision, God brings you favor. Favor is for people who are taking decision. Favor is not for anybody. But favor is for people who are taking decision. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12 and said unto him, Come out of your father's house. Come out of your family and go into a place I'm going to show you. When Abraham took that decision, there was so much power because God began to multiply him. Wherever Abraham went, it was blessed. Wherever Abraham touched, it was blessed. Whatever Abraham did, started, it succeeded. Why? Because he had made a decision to follow this God who called him out of his comfort zone, who called him out of his family. I am here to talk to you. It's about time you take a decision concerning your life. Make that decision because God is waiting on you. God is waiting for you to decide because there is so much power in decision. Father, we thank you and we bless you for the power of decision. Holy Spirit, Spirit of the living God, I pray and I ask of you. I say I pray for my brother and my sister, those who are going to be listening here. Father, give them the strength and the power and the ability for them to take decision. We pray for the power of decision. We pray for the power of the for the power of decision. The power of the power of decision. The power of decision. The power of decision. The power of decision. The power, 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 power of decision. In the mighty name of Jesus. The power of decision. Rabayele Wokosuma. The Bible says in verse 9, Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. The Bible goes on to say, And the prince of eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who had appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your face worse liking than the children which of your sort shall ye make me? Uh, endanger my, my, my head unto the king. But now I love verse 11 when he says, Then Daniel said to Melza, whom the prince of the eunuchs had said over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Nazaria. That is Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Uh, verse 12, Prove thy servants 
I beseech thee, ten days. I love the translation that says, test your servants. Because remember, each and every decision, a child of God, each and every decision that you are going to take will be tested. I pray for you that when the test come upon your life because of the decision that you took to stand with God and to walk with God and not to defile yourself no more. May God give you strength to stand. May God give you power to overcome. May God give you power to walk and to, for you to remain grounded and rooted in Christ. I pray as Paul prays for you in the book of Galatians 4 19 when he says, I pray that Christ may be formed in you. I pray that you may be strengthened in your inner man that you will not turn away from the decisions that you took to serve God that you took to stand with God in the mighty name of Jesus he says Daniel said to him test us Masha, because there will be tests in the Sekaya when you take a decision to walk with God there will be tests when you take a decision to abstain there will be tests when you take a decision to tithe there will be tests when you take a decision to live for God there will be tests each and every decision that you take will be tested but I want you to tell you God is with you you are not alone God will give you the strength God will uphold you I want to read you a verse that supports this I want to read you a verse that supports this. That the decision that we take will be tested. I want to show you. Uh, uh. Now here in the book of Ezra, the chapter is 8, verse 1. Verse 21. Ezra, Ezra chapter 8, verse 21. Ezra says, Then I proclaimed a fast there, at the river of Ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our God to seek him for a right way for us and for our little ones and for all our substance verse 22 for I, for I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way because we had spoken unto the king saying the hand of our God upon all of them is upon all of them for good that seek him but his power and his wrath is against all of them that forsake him so we fasted and besought our god for this and he was entreated to us so here we are reading about ezra ezra had previously speaking spoken and told the king he decided he took a decision and he told the king wherever they were going to do whatever they were going to do god was going to keep them god was going to protect them but now ezra realizes that you know what there is a war that is coming but now because ezra has decided in himself to to seek his god to devote himself and to speak he says i was ashamed to go and ask for help from the king because Mina I had taken a decision to tell the king that our God is great our God will keep us our God will provide so I'm here to talk to people that once you take a decision stand on the decision because the power of God because of the decision that you made will come upon your life listen to this sugar the Bible 
Bible in the book of 2 Kings chapter 7, it speaks about the guy with the leprosy. It says these guys, they took a decision to walk and march towards the camp of their enemies. And when they took that decision to march towards the camp of their enemies, the Bible says God began to make their footstep and the sole of their feet on the ground to sound like thousands and thousands of soldiers. The Bible says when their enemies had them coming, they thought that it was a huge army. They started turning against each other while running. They slaughtered and killed each other. What caused the miracle to happen in the guise of leprosy? It was a decision. It was not just prayer, but it was prayer in a decision. It was not giving. It was giving in a decision. It was not fasting. It was fasting in a decision. So each and everything that you do for God, do it because you have decided. Look at this. God would rather have you not do anything than for you to do something with a double-sided heart, with a double-minded attitude. You remember Ananias and Sapphira were killed because they took a decision that they were going to sell the land and they were going to take all the money back to the apostles. But when they took that decision, they turned away from that decision. I told you each and every decision that you take is going to be tested. They failed the test and guess what? Them failing the test, they died. I just want to encourage you today. Mdasekaya, take that decision. Shokobo. Take that decision, Masha. Take, 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 take. Take Amasha Katata. Take that decision, Dasekaya. Take that decision. Take that decision. Take that decision in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Take that decision to go back to school. Take that decision to start that business. Take that decision to register that company. Take that decision to quit smoking. Take that decision to quit sinning. Take that decision to start praying and reading your word. Take that decision. And guess what? When challenges, trials, and tribulations come on your way, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed because of what is coming. Remember the decision that you take. That all things are working together for good. Take that decision. I'm praying for you. Take that decision. There is power in your decision. God is waiting for you to decide. The four lepers took a decision to go. God was with them. Abraham took a decision to come out of his place. God was with him. Jacob took a decision to make his wife and his children to cross over. God appeared to him and they wrestled. He saw God and God did not kill him. It took a decision. Moses took a decision to go into the wilderness. God was with him. Take the decision. Mdasekaya, God is waiting for you. Take that decision. Maybe you are stuck in life because you have not taken a decision. Take a decision. Stop sitting on st- and standing on the wall. Take that decision. You want to live for Christ? Take that decision. You want to start being intentional about your work with God? Take that decision. Yes, test will come, but take the decision. I- I- I'm not even done with my text because remember, I just read here verse 8 and 9 but look at how God is communicating God wants you to take the decision and this is the message from God this is a message for God from God for you take that decision don't be afraid of who failed take that decision don't be afraid of how many times you tried before and failed take that decision the Bible says take that decision the Bible says when Peter walked on water he took a decision to walk on water 
The reason why Peter sank or began to sink is because he turned against the decision he took. Jesus gave Peter a word and says, Come, Peter. Peter walked on water because he decided to walk on water. But then he forgot the decision he took. And then he started sinking. But I want to tell you, when tests come, do not allow yourself to sink. Continue to stick with the decision that you took. There is a song that says, I have decided to follow Jesus. Take the decision. The Bible says the apostles or the, or the disciples were fishing the whole night in Luke 5. They caught nothing. But Jesus came and he says, borrow me your boat. They borrowed him the boat. And then Jesus says, launch into the deep when he was done speaking to men. They launched into the deep. The Bible says, and then afterwards what happened is that Jesus says, lower down your nets. They say, Lord, we have been trying to fish the whole night, but we caught nothing. But nevertheless, at your word, we are taking a decision to let down the net. And the Bible says, because of that decision they took to obey Jesus, they caught so much fish than they had caught in their entire life. Please, Mdasekai, I am praying for you. Take that decision. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we heard you. Father, we pray. I pray for my brother and my sister. Those who are going to be listening to this, let your power come upon them. Let your grace, let your power fill them up. Cause them to take that decision to start that business. Cause them to take the decision to fast. Cause them to take the decision for them to obey you. Cause them to take the decision to live for you. Cause them to take the decision to go back to school. Cause them to take the decision to start that business. Cause them to take the decision to be intentional with working with you. I pray for strength, the strength of God. I pray for divine health. I pray for divine guidance. I pray, God, for the power and authority of the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Let them, Father, take a decision to wait on you. Take a decision to serve you. Take a decision for the Father to say yes to you. To say we will obey you. To say wherever you send us we will go by the power and authority of the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you Lord and amen. May the good Lord keep you and bless you. In Jesus name, I love you till we meet on the next episode. Amen. Thank you.